So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on merchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHead. With Will Wilkins. And Fred Lovebaker. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads, not after dark. My name is Will. Oh, wait. Hold on, guys. Let's try that again. My name is Will. My name is Trent. My name is Americo. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can one of many different ways. You can join us on Skype by taking a hashtag NetHeads and throwing that onto your tweet. If you are a Twitterer, you can mm-hmm. also give us a call at 866-610-9455, which me saying that number is like saying Candyman three times. Any second now, Francis is going to start calling. <laughs> and if you're outside of the continental U.S. and still wish to use that number, you can't. But you could call 925-289-9020. There's a 283. I don't know. I really don't care. Or uh, you could just Skype good old-fashioned uh, NetHeads on air is the Skype name. So there are all the ways you can take part in the program. And, uh, yeah, so I had an interesting uh, afternoon of doing nothing and then realizing – I didn't forget about daylight savings time. Can we just talk about how stupid daylight saving time is? Uh, well, God, it's, well it's first good of all, actually – It's good and bad. First, let's correct the world, folks. It is not daylight savings time. It is saving. daylight saving time. Can yes. we can we all just agree on this now? You yes. save daylight. There's no plural in daylights. Yeah, there are no daylights. Yes, there's only one. Yeah, it's unless the sun. Unless you had two Saturns with their daytime running lights on coming at you at the same time, then you could say it was daylights. But it's only daylight <laughs> saving time. My ma- my mind went to two actual planets of Saturn. I'm like, what the hell? Is I don't even know like what two, I'm talking about. Like two Saturn cars. Mm, yeah, exactly. The, not yeah. not two no, two planets of Saturn coming at you. Suddenly, it's an episode of Doctor Who. Um, two planets of Saturn coming and walking a bar. Uh, wow, guys! Either I gave out the wrong phone number, or there's something wrong with Francis. It's it's it didn't ring. Actually, you know what? And and right on topic, maybe Francis is unaware of daylight saving time. That's true. Maybe he logged in an hour ago. Yes. Would, no, it would be an hour from now, wouldn't it? 
Well, Daylight Savings wasn't implemented until like the 50s, right? And he's still reading comics from the 40s. So I assume the time difference in the comics, I, I, I just, he's figuring out time based on comics. I don't know. It's theory. just, look, it's all ridiculous. We're not saving any energy. We're not saving any oil. Oh, there he is. We're not taking your call yet, Francis, but we still love you. <laughs> uh, it's not, there is no point to Daylight Saving Time, in my opinion. It doesn't achieve anything. Yes, it gives us a little more sunlight so we can keep on partying during the summer. But, you know, since Bush came along and he screwed it up by extending it this way and that way, now it's not as dark sooner on Halloween, which annoys me. Right. Because, you know, it's kind of like you want to take the the rule is you take the little kids out when it starts to get to be evening, you know, when it's duskish, Mm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. I take little kids out all the time at dusk. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me mute them. So anyway, you... uh. You take the little kids out when it's evening. Okay, I can't mute them and I'm talking to myself. Uh, because you don't want it to be completely dark and you don't want to be stuck out there forever. So the idea is, oh, hold on a second. We got to take this phone call. Yeah, it's going to ring. Okay, uh, you're live with NetHeads. Who are you? Where are you calling from? I, 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 I thought it was my own show for a second. No, Jim, it's not your own. This is not definitely not the CBC with Rebel Show Jim. How dare you, sir? Uh, well, what the hell is it? Hi, you're listening to NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. Oh, okay, hang on. Let me, I just, hang on. That's what it is. Let me, let me fix this one sec. Hang on. <laughs> You got it all. Okay, is that you, Will? Yes, sir. You got it all tuned in now. Okay, (laughs) I can hear you now. Just calling us from the island of Lost. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's that's Revel Stoke, Canada. I mean, well, may as well be the island from Lost, right? (laughs) Pretty much, it is Canada. Pretty much, yeah. Revel Stoke, British Columbia. They even have a smoke monster there, but that's what they call the hippie commune on the outskirts of town. (laughs) Hey, I got bad news. Yeah. Uh, it's horrible bad news. I'm I'm really upset about it. Oh, okay. uh, you remember from the old show, the Frozen Nipple Weather Girl? Yes, I am. What well, nobody else is, but I'm aware. <laughs> oh no, but we uh, here in Revelstoke, uh, the only way we would get our weather is uh, we would phone a secret number to a log cabin up on the mountain, and the Frozen Nipple Weather Girl would supply us with. The weather report for the for just our daily lives. Most definitely, yes. <laughs> but uh, I, bad news. I don't know what we're going to do. She passed away. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, yeah, maybe. No, everybody in the town's quite quite sad about it. Well, it, the it, only the only the only uh, upside to the whole thing it was uh, it was an open casket funeral. Oh. <laughs> Well, they maybe they couldn't close it. It was that cold. Maybe it's like That's right. Maybe, I mean, maybe my it's, gosh. Maybe it's like but, Buffy the uh, Vampire the Slayer. Coming. The snow's going away. I just wanted to get that word out there, and and all your your hoo ha about daylight savings. I mean, believe me, in this part of the world, it's important. That's well, not down there where farmers. you guys are. There's pavement all the time and yeah not not here and here where the where the snow looms large and the sky is gray i can look out the window right now and i can still see daylight i'm happy 
Well, I'm happy for you. I'm not accustomed to doing this show when there's sunlight. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't get. You still get the same amount of daylight on a given day, no matter what. If the if the time changes, you still have that same amount of daylight. the The hour change is the only thing being affected. the 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 sun doesn't adhere to daylight savings time. You no, still no. Even have look, dude. Even worse. It, the only thing that's changing are my habits. Okay, yes. it's not daylight that's changing. It, the only thing that's changing is I have to get up, and technically, as far as I'm concerned, an hour earlier. All right, it's true. Yes, it's true. yes, yes. Then that's annoying. Exactly, but you know, it gives Jim more daylight, so that's okay. Yes, yeah. Because believe me, I need it at this point. I am, I am, I am paler than than anything. I mean, I need to get the sun. And keep those frozen nipples in check, apparently. Well, I was just hoping that, that uh, I, I was just hoping that maybe, sorry, I got distracted by a shiny object. I was hoping that maybe <laughs> the whole frozen nipple weather girl thing was kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and when one passes, another is called into action. Another, well, I mean, Jim, that, is, Jim, that is the situation. Jim. I mean, we won't know exactly who the next one is, but she, she will know. No, well, I'd hope, because the uh, Lord knows. <laughs> I, I love it on Twitter. Some woman somewhere in town will just sort of heed the call. And, and <laughs> but I don't, want to, I don't want to know how. <laughs> I, I don't want to know how either. But I mean, that's just, just that's just how things are done. I mean, uh, it's just it's it's the wonderful world of Canada. Yes, the fabled Canadas. No, no, it's Canada, not well. Actually, I guess it is Canadas. Huh? I don't know. No, Canada. I don't know. Whatever, but it's 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 my home, and I love it. And I, it's just nice talking to you guys. Actually, after last year's last year, last week's debacle, when I couldn't even get a phone number. Oh well, that was on purpose. I'm sorry, Jim. <laughs> I didn't know how to tell you. No, it wasn't. Uh, but you know, actually, I saw one hair. I think there was one picture you had tweeted that just kind of freaked me the hell out because it looked like there was. Snow cascading both from above and below your door. It's I. It as though you almost had to chisel or tunnel your way out. I did. We did. We had to. Uh, we had to basically. The the snow was uh, falling off the roof, and uh, as it slowly melted and slid, it formed an impassable it was wall. Too awkward to duck under. <laughs> Man, and, I, I, I'm, I'm officially a wimp, Jim. I fully respect you and your lifestyle because Lord knows I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just made it sound like he's gay. Hey, listen, I, 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 you know, but it's a choice. Just as long as you recognize it's a choice. Right now. What? 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 I, I'd swap you the bees right now. No, no, the bees are gone. They've been extracted, removed, and, and my, my office space is clean. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled, but like I said, I'd I'd, I'd love to see a bee right now. They'll they'll come by. Don't worry. the The rest of the yeah, snow I... will go. Yeah, they're they're the killer bees coming from Mexico still, and they'll be up there, and they're apparently resilient against against weather and nipple freezing. So I don't I don't know soon. about that, dude, because like those <laughs> those uh, bees had me terrified. You know the killer bees when we were growing up in the seventies and the early eighties and eighties, and they were they were coming, man. They were coming. They were about to get here. Growing up in the seventies and eighties, and now it turns out. I just I realized the other day (laughs) I entered high school. The Vietnam War had only been over 
for less than five years. Oh, wow. There's a little wow. bit of a difference between us then. And, and that really kind of went, oh, yeah, okay. Well, my point about the bees, though, the whole Africanized bees, they're not killer bees. It turns out it just makes them grumpy. Yeah, they're just <laughs> mad. They are. They're just angry and a little hostile, but it's not like they, you know. They're not going to kill wow. you. They're like the Black Panther of bees. Yes. I am a killer bee then, because that's basically how I live my life lately. I'm just kind of <laughs> grumpy and put out. Well, as long as you don't prick me. Oh! Okay. Oh! Hey, now. Well, thanks a lot for the call, Jim. I'm, I'm glad the uh, extra daylight is doing you some good, and, and the good news is that the winter is almost over. Well, I just wanted to say, I, I did want to phone and say thank you, because you are just part of my Sunday routine now. Aww. As, as I sit here and, and listen and, and, and try to remember that uh, I once had a life, too. Yeah, and you can again, sir. It's so easy. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, what I wanted to say is it's always nice. Because last time I phoned in, all of a sudden I get I get people who want to follow me on Twitter, which I have no idea why. And that's at Rebel Stoke Jim. Yes. At Rebel Stoke Jim, yeah. And it just it just kind of it makes me chuckle, like, okay, fine, you wanna follow me? Fine. You'll you'll find out exactly how exciting my life was. Today I sat down and read a book about punctuation. <laughs> that's a book I should read. <laughs> That's exactly, you know, that, and that's exactly, as somebody said to me, sex, drugs, and punctuation. I mean, it, it just gets that. You rebel, But you. I just wanted to say thanks and, uh, and let you know that, uh, you, you know, you're always important to me, Will, and, and, <laughs> and everybody else. So, uh, from, from, from up here in Canada, we appreciate you, and uh, keep up the good work with the show, okay? Thank you, sir. And well thank you done. for your call. Oh, now I just want to hear the music. Okay, Have a good one, Bye, sir. Guys. Bye. <laughs> now you see, if you let, there were sound effects, folks. And some of you just aren't trying hard enough. I know, right? Clearly, I mean, set. Rebel Stoke Jim calls up. He's got production value. What do you bring, huh? Plastic man. <laughs> Yeah, I think I heard a slide. That's right. I'm asking you, Francis. You know, Rebel Stoke, he had sound effects and production quality. What do you have, Francis? <laughs> well, I'm from Canada, too. Originally? Yep. I understand, but where's the production value, Francis? I don't know. You don't know? You don't know. You know, earlier today, Francis, I got to tell you, I was, I was talking to my wife about something, and I said, you know, I got something on my mind. She said, you sound like Francis. You have you you have invaded my home life, Francis. How do you feel about that? That's pretty cool. I think pretty soon you're going to become an internet phenomenon. I was going to say I would feel dirty if I were you, Francis. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. All right, man. What do you got? What is it? I have Superman on my mind. Oh Lord, have mercy! Wait, Super Superman? You know, I got to tell you something, yep. Francis. Have you already? Where, you're in Georgia, right? So you haven't seen comic book men yet, right? Tonight, the comic book men are going to handle you. At 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific on the high def channels, um, you can watch comic book men, and Superman plays a part in it. Yes. And I can only hope that it's, it's a golden age for you, Francis. In a most, yes. in a most, in a most interesting way, uh, a way I did not see coming, coming. Uh, somebody brings in something Superman-related. The way it's described is just phenomenal. Now, Francis, you have Superman on your mind, but I have to ask you, uh, uh, what time period are we talking about? 
Yeah, you're not talking about Siegel or Schuster, by the way. Yeah, Jerome Siegel and Alvin Schwartz, the early writers. <laughs> now, was that before? Was that before? Was that before he had the ability to fly? Was that just when he literally was, you know, able to leap tall buildings? When he was John Carter, <laughs> he's just getting the ability to fly. Okay, because originally yes. Superman didn't fly. He really did just no, jump. He, he could just jump. Yeah, right. kind of like the same way uh, Iron Man is able to get around so quick. Instead of, you know, flying from point A to point B, he would do high velocity up or the and Hulk. then down. Oh, the Hulk too. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, jump around. That's a good jump point. And that was back down. when the uh, back when the S symbol wasn't as defined on his chest, right? Right, it was a simple S. Now, was he blue or gray at that point in the costume? Blue with uh, a different colored S. Mm. A racist ass. It was colored. <laughs> oh, damn color racist. Oh, Lord. You guys are killing me. <laughs> so what do you think, Francis? What did what did you want to bring? Because, you know, Francis, I'm afraid you're, you're doing a little thing we call regressing. We had this talk, and I said, you know, because you can't just say I've got, you, you know, I want to talk about plastic, man. You have to have something to bring to the table, something to get the conversation moving. So do you, do you have that? Well, I like some of the modern stuff, like the Dan Jurgen Superman. I have to admit, Superman <laughs> completely lost me at the point of the death of Superman. And then oh. when you had the era of the Supermen. Right. By yeah, Dan I... Go ahead, Francis. By Dan Jurgens. <clears throat> okay. You know, I think I have a funny <laughs> feeling in order for us to, to really... Uh, how, how does one put it? In order to, to fully not uh, to fully utilize you, Francis, I almost feel like I need a, a Bizarro Francis here with me, so that <laughs> way he can Superman. that way he can address. Well, I mean, okay, maybe not the Bizarro Francis, but like my own Francis, somebody who is as learned in the ways of of Golden Age and Silver Age comics and all the like. You know, some like a like a an encyclopedia of. Of of the comic book eras. So Francis, are you saying that you that you like the older Superman versus the Superman of today? Or I mean, what what exactly did you want to bring about 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 the Golden Age Superman? I prefer the Golden Age Superman, and uh, I interviewed Golden Age writer Alvin Schwartz. He wrote the Golden Age Superman. He created the Bizarro Superman. Hold on, wait a minute. Magazine. Interviewed him for what? Alter ego. Oh, Alter Ego Magazine. Yeah. Has anyone in the Twitterverse heard of this? Any any of the Smodcast listeners, have you heard of Alter Ego Magazine? Is this well, a real magazine or just something you assemble yourself with, like, shopping bag paper? It's by Roy Thomas. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I'm not meaning to condescend. Okay, maybe a little bit. I was rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to get myself in check a little bit here. Well, well Francis, personally, I actually prefer... Uh, the Superman of today. And I'll tell you why. After the whole reign of Superman debacle, which was ridiculous, um, the, the Superman infinity crisis, post infinity crisis is a, now, uh, a more human character, if, if you will, you know, even though he's an alien. He, 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 he's more, uh, in the sense, uh, um, not, the golden beacon that everyone always portrayed him as uh, portrayed him as. In fact, my favorite line from infinity crisis was uh Batman 
and Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman are all sitting about, and Batman says to Superman, Superman, the best thing you ever did was die. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it was a great line, and and it just it just really brought brought the light of like, look, you know, as a superhero, what have you done? What it, it, honestly, you you keep fighting the big, big, huge, you know, immovable thing, but what are you doing as a person, as a human, you know, as being on this earth? And I, I think it's being addressed now in the comics more so than it ever has before. So, I'm, personally, I'm I enjoyed the newer Superman than the older one. Oh, well, there you go. We're well rounded. Yes, he is more well-rounded. I'll have to take your word for it. Well, thanks for the call, Francis. I'm sure we'll okay, talk to you welcome. next week. Okay. Have a good one, sir. Take care. Okay. There we go. That was Francis, everybody. Got that out of the way. So you know, here's my biggest problem. <laughs> i got to tell you guys, my biggest problem with Superman, uh, okay, is that he's Superman. Couldn't agree with you more. He He is... Which I think is the reason why Batman has, in my opinion, more appeal. Because he is a, well, aside from having all that money, he's a regular guy. He's, he's buying his way into his abilities. You know, he has had to do dedicated hard training in order to be the crime fighter that he is. Well, not yes. only that, I, and and I would I would say that this is the appeal for me where more, most Marvel characters come from. They actually have real life problems. Tony Stark is a recovering alcoholic. Superman can't even get drunk. No, unless, unless you give him the wrong some... Krypton. Exactly. Yeah, but Krypton. that's the thing. I mean, it's like oh, unless I've got a, a magical rock to stop him or to alter him or do something to him, Superman is just you know where's the challenge? Yeah. Get off the damn planet. That's what I yep. say. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, He's it, an illegal alien in every goddamn sense. Bring it on. <laughs> in issue 900. I want to see uh, his papers! <laughs> in issue 900 of Action Comics, it's actually funny that you uh, you guys have been talking about this. He actually renounced his American citizenship. Superman. For, yeah. Yes, he, he renounced his American citizenship. He actually... Uh, you know, it had this really great uh, um, dialogue uh, between him and, like, the I think the head of state, uh, security head of state. Um, it's this whole thing where he basically looks, he, look, I've been focused too much on one particular thing. I'm not, I shouldn't be anyone's. I should be the entire world's, you know. And I think that's my appeal towards Superman versus any of the other characters is that he's he is the epitome of superheroes, that he is the one that, everyone tries to achieve for well it's kind of like how in uh dark knight returns you have this superman that's still he's still superman but in order to uh garnish favor with the government because at that point kind of you know superheroes are frowned upon or at some point in the backstory it happened you know he really is just a a, like a a secret military tool or weapon Mm -hmm. you know so he still gets to do his thing but you know, only because he does subversive stuff for the government as well. Yeah. So, well, in, so I, I just want to know in in Action Comics nine hundred. Then, what did was he the Roman Polanski of superheroes? Then did he flee to Switzerland? <laughs> no, no. He said he basically said is like, look, I'm still being, I'm still going to be around, but I'm also going to go in the other world. I'm actually going to go to the Middle East and show them that even though the American government may not do or say anything somebody here cares still <laughs> it was it was really nice competitor says superman can't get drunk but trent sure can can't you trent 
<laughs> well this played. program is brought to you in part by Clan McGregor. There we go. <laughs> I, For um, when you want to see classy but don't have the money. Okay, so let's rein this back in. You know, I got a problem with Superman as a character. Love the movies, at least Superman 1 and 2. I, mm. I, I still actually was a fan of Superman Returns, even after you had the whole creepy stalker thing aspect. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, my favorite comic book characters, Spider-Man and Batman. So we got that out of the way. Daylight saving time, stupid, it sucks. I'm not doing the show. You used to doing the show with daylight coming in my damn window. It's inappropriate, and quite frankly, the sun is our enemy. I don't care what anybody says. Um, But also, uh, in case you guys uh, didn't miss it earlier, the bees are gone, and I I don't know what it was, but man, I just, I put off putting together my office again until the last minute. I don't know why either, but boy, I just didn't want to do it. Maybe the well, it's because were... you, you, you've done it so many times, and you know it's a pain <laughs> in the ass. Well, I mean, I, I, the one cool thing about it was in order to you know, make it easier on the B people, I took everything out of the room. So I was able to put just practically the whole studio in the closet and then you know, take it out in reverse order. So I actually had everything assembled at 5.59, and then we troubleshot for 10 minutes just to make sure everything was okay. Roundabout, wasn't it? Isn't that when I got... I got yeah, Trent on the line first and then America. Yeah, so. right. And it worked out pretty damn good. I mean, I, we're even talking about remounting the microphone stand, getting everything wired up. I just, I wasn't in the mood. I, I'm not yeah. even in the mood to do the show. I really should just come back. You guys run it. I'll be back in like 45 <laughs> minutes. We'll turn it over and when Soundbite Nation will be start. on. Yeah, exactly. This is just stupid. Uh, I Daylight don't savings. like it. However, uh, it is it is light enough outside that I'm awake. Cool. Uh, Router Ninja says, oh, because I did, I tweeted a before and after picture. Uh, I like the acoustic tiles as wall art. Well, yeah, that's what I, I went for a specific, I wanted to try and go stylish and design when I put the acoustic tiles on the wall. Because their only, uh, purpose there is, what are you laughing at? That you like went up, you know, in your mind, you're thinking, okay, the, the design, uh, techniques of thirds, we're gonna put it right here. Subsequently, yes, this is where I directly speak. My. Oh, you mean like where they're placed and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, just to help cut down the uh, echo of the room. But I really like them. It gives a a professional feel to the room while also not looking like uh, a padded cell. Because I've been in some, like when you go into like a real studio and they've got that stuff all over the walls, it's almost unnerving not to hear sound travel. Yeah. Almost like you're in a centrifuge of an airplane or something. I, ooh. Never thought of that. Yeah. So, uh, so the studio's back together. I, it still needs to be properly wired, though. You know, I, I think I have the bare minimum plugged in. But we're broadcasting. That's all that counts. Now, I don't know about you guys. Big announcement this week. The iPad 3. Uh, no. no, no. no uh, the, the new iPad. iPad oh. HD. Oh, pardon it's, me. Yeah. It's, it's not, it is not called the iPad 3. They've been very adamant not to yeah. call it that. No, 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 no iPad, iPad 3. No. We will kill you. It's some. Uh, like a whole room of executives. <laughs> what do we call it? iPad 3? No, this number thing. We got to What do we call it? How about we call it uh uh and then they go to this one guy. He's sweating in the car. He's freaked out. The new iPad? You know, he's just like asking. Oh, oh genius. genius. Give that man a raise. Worthy of jobs. It's because all the cat names are taken. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I can't have a Boo Boo Kitty. iPad Boo Boo Kitty. Yeah? No? Never mind. <laughs> I uh, I don't know about you guys. Oh shoot, said it. Sorry, honey. Drives my wife nuts. Um, 
that's right. <laughs> I looked at I looked at everything they said about the new iPad, and I have to admit, as an iPad two owner, I don't give two shits. Good, so what's, what's the difference? What what are you getting with the new iPad? It has the HD screen now, so basically it's twice the number of pixels in the screen per okay. square inch. So the new iPad has that, uh, and they offer 4G LTE in, okay, the, so- in the cell phone enabled models. Sure. And then they have uh what else uh you know better quality cameras in it which yeah, a lot of people were complaining about because you know if there's any what pixel is it who cares it's a who's gonna take a picture with a hardcover book nobody <laughs> hold on everybody just to hold that hold that hold that pose right there let me move my finger five freaking inches in order to take a picture nobody's gonna Unless do that fa- you might be doing facetime who cares? It's yeah, FaceTime. I'm talking to somebody and I'm trying to find the right angle and I'm looking fat. Nobody cares. Because <laughs> you know, the way you naturally hold these things, oh, look, it's coming from under my chin. My chins, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's not enough. You know, and plus, in order to make sure that they had comparable battery life, they actually had to make the unit a little bigger. It's a, just a fraction wider and it's a fraction heavier. And it's um it's pretty much the same guts as the iPhone 4S, right? Yeah. So it does have yeah. a quad core processor. Blah blah blah. Quad blah, blah. core processor. I really don't care. Look, I'm, it's not like I'm going to be able to open it up on the freeway. It's not going to help me get chicks. It's not enough for me to upgrade. This is basically, <laughs> uh, it's like the iPhone 4S of iPads. Right. Oh, I yes. think I think I think I'm not sure. I think Siri may it may take voice dictation on it too, the way Siri does. It does, it does, I think. But but no Siri, though. Yeah, but right? it has the ability to do it. <laughs> It'll understand commands in Australian, Japanese, American, and something else. The UK. Um, so is this the first product, then, that was developed without the help of Steve Jobs? No, I doubt it. I, I believe that there were a lot of things in the pipeline. I don't think we will be outside of the Steve Jobs visionary area for another four years, if you ask me. Probably not. If I had my guess, that's what it would be. But uh, not enough, in my opinion, for me to upgrade. It's just there's right. not enough there. I need more. What about you guys? Anybody? <laughs> nah, you know I've. I've you guys I've are got sitting there. Huh? Well, we'll, got, we'll uh, just let Will talk. Whatever. <laughs> just, well, personally, um. Well. <laughs> Sorry, Crystal Lee's wife says everyone wants a bigger unit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm coming from uh, coming from an iPad. First gen iPad 3 does sound nice. Um, but from iPad 2 to iPad 3, yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, much yeah. of a. Yeah, upgrade. definitely. Well, it's kind of like how I don't even care about the iPhone 4S. I've already got an iPhone 4. Ooh, I'm not getting. You know, Siri, for all its uh, wonderful things it can do, it's really just a, 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 a piece of. Uh, it's a carrot to get you to buy the 4S if you have a 4. If you right. have any of the threes or the original first generation iPhone, you know, the 4S is great. S, in my opinion, on these suckers, it, it, that's what it stands for. Sucker. You're a sucker if you buy one. <laughs> okay. I'll wait until the next one. Um, uh, Router Ninja busting out his hardcore nerd says, not the same as the 4S. A5 is a dual core. A5X is a dual core CPU with quad core GPU or the graphics processor unit. Uh, well, yeah, if, if it's going to have a higher definition screen, it's got to have a better, uh, graphics processor to begin with and then they wanted to do all the cool stuff you know i just that's the other thing too you know the games that they build for the ipad 
it's really cool that they're able to tap into the accelerometer that's within these things, but at the same mm. time, it just seems so dangerous to me. Case in point, the asshole that designed a bowling game for the iPhone, where you actually make the motion of bowling. Oh, really? I oh, had wow. a coworker. He lost his grip on it, and that iPhone went straight into a brick oh, wall. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought he was going to say he, he hit you right in the balls. No, that's <laughs> not it. No. <laughs> but you got eight pound balls. You do now, sir. Whammo. <laughs> Bill Stranahan's mouthing off to router ninja. He says, sorry, dude, don't care. Apple is the Google of hardware. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we, we did see that with, with the Wii controllers, all of, all the YouTube videos of people destroying their televisions because they're just getting nuts with the whole, you know, shaking that damn thing around and whatnot. So anybody who goes that ridiculous with a $400 piece of equipment, you deserve to get it. Locked, yeah, when, you. when you realize you can do Wii bowling from the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, if I just flick it like this. Yep. <laughs> any, I'm sorry. That's a fail. Anytime you realize any of the extra games that you can play, you're you're able to do so from a sitting position. At that point, you've lost before you even played, my friends. Hey, uh, Router Ninja does bring up a point though that uh, the twos, are, the iPad twos, are now dropped to three ninety nine mm-hmm. in price. Oh yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. That's that's huge. Because they didn't do that with the first iPads. No, they didn't. They kept at the same price. Let them buy the new ones, but we're not going to drop the lower ones down. Gentlemen, deep voice coming from the Australian outback. Von Cleef is on the horn. What do you have to share with us today, sir? Hello. Well, I got, I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't have production values and I don't <laughs> have Superman. Well, at least you, at least you're, you're, you're forthright with it. You're yes. putting it out there in the beginning and I appreciate that. Yes. You do right need on. to back your microphone a little away from your mouth though. Okay. <laughs> I do have bearing gifts though. Oh, what? It, unless yes. it's an iPad, new iPad for me, what else could it be? Oh, well, no. um, well, uh, Star Wars, the old Republic has uh, been out for a while and they've now introduced seven day trials that subscribers can give to their fan to their uh, friends oh yes so what uh being a dead gungan uh our guild featuring trent hunsaker sometimes featuring trent hunsaker <laughs> has decided uh so we decided as a group that uh we're actually going to give these trials away to nethead listeners oh wow yeah. You know, they're well, not an official sponsor, though. I'm not sure I feel happy about this. Oh. You know, maybe they could pay us some... Trent, stop typing when the people are on the phone. <laughs> you... I can hear you, dude. Stop it. Um. Anyway, well, <laughs> uh, check's in the mail. Yeah. At this uh, moment, we have uh, 12 invites that we're uh, going to hand out. How are you going to disseminate them? Well, uh, what we're going to do is, if anyone is interested in participating... Yeah. Uh, send an email to badgungan at gmail.com, and uh, I'm going to post that after I'm done talking here. The awesome That's gun- oh. Gungan with an A-N, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's Wookiee um, with two E's. <laughs> anyway, uh, just uh, in the subject line, just put SWOTOR invite and give us your name. No, I want them to put in the subject line, Trent's a drunk. <laughs> okay. That's, good. that's what I want. That's what I demand. All right. <laughs> Make drunk. it so. 
Make it show number one. Well, thanks for offering that to the listeners, my friend. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, because yeah. this is a this is a chance for people to jump in and for you know we've got just in the guild itself enough people to get a, a ton of people in here for free for well, a little bit. Now, hold on a second. Does that mean they're also also offering a free download of the game? Yeah, well, uh, with the trial, you um, as soon as you get your code, like you can, um, it automatically you download the game, and uh, the um, trial lets you actually access the game. But after the trial, do you have to pay full price for the game or just your monthly? Yeah, yeah, you got to pay yeah, for everything. Still... Yeah, oh, okay. First taste is free. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you hooked. Exactly. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, thanks for the call. Yeah, no problem. There you go. So, if you want to take part of Swotor, you can. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and Von Cleef will uh, will he'll uh, tweet that out there with the hashtag netheads. Net Absolutely. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. There we go. Another another satisfied customer. I'm sorry. I'm sure you guys can tell from my energy level. I'm I'm not I'm not awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It's still nap time. It is. I yes. I did, the sun has not gone I only down got a ten minute nap in today, and that's just wrong. After last week's, oh man, that was so beautiful. A two hour nap, I still remember it. Not that I didn't. I had a great afternoon with my wife, but uh, I I I'm ready for bed. And you know, I'm not looking forward. Here's the thing. I love doing that heads. I love sitting down. I love talking, interacting the whole bit. But it's still the precursor to Monday. Oh, like, like, is. like NetHeads yep. is the last bit of, of, of weekend, I guess you could say. Cause after this, it's the concerns of making sure that kids ready for school tomorrow, making sure we got the work closed. Do we have the food for lunch? Do we have this? You know what I mean? Do I remember to bring the Girl Scout cookies? All that stuff. Um, and for me, it's, it's just like, I need to make sure I don't drink too much to where I can actually wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> Trent's like, I, I can only get enough of a buzz on. I can't go, <laughs> I can't go full tilt. As much as I would like, I may not get my full buzz on. As long as I can still see my fingers in front of me, I'm okay. <laughs> wow. You can really get to, wow, that's pretty impressive. Hey, by the way, how did we completely miss that the last episode was number 37? In a yeah. row? Yeah. How does that happen? Well, we were just, uh, I blame it on Trent. And, and I accept that. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I keep cutting out on you guys. I just saw that. Oh yeah. well, you're you're fine now. How often do I fade in and out? Just twice. Just twice, yeah. Right on. Yes, yeah, great job putting the studio back together, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a short somewhere. Well, the listeners seem to be here. You just fine, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Anybody got a topic they want to talk about, or should we just end this now? Hey. Um, a couple of things. <laughs> Hold on, wait First a second. Off. First of all, Mike Bjork is pointing out the obvious. Will sure does sound like a grumpy bastard tonight. I am. I really am. I don't know why. It's cause, it's cause you need hugs. I do. Uh, by hugs. the way, seven minutes comic book man on AMC. Yeah. Yes. So go turn on your TV. I don't care if you're listening or not. Just so they, so they get the cred. Tonight is the penultimate episode. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what penultimate means, right? It's first to last. It's the next one's the last one. Yeah. And what actually does that mean? The Walking Dead is almost done too. Like they're wrapping up next week. Cause you know, you got the big three episodes, right? You got the, the big Mad Men premiere on the 25th. You know, they're bringing yes. that. Oh back. yeah. Oh yeah. Or as I like to call it, the show that screwed with my breaking bad. <laughs> Oof, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and sucked a little bit of the budget out of, uh, Walking the, Dead. 
The Walking Dead. It's true. Walking yeah. Dead yeah. and actually and Breaking Bad allegedly. That they were able to come to terms. Because this last season was very close to being the last season. Of Mad Men? No, of Breaking Bad. Really? Now, yeah, now really. and I can kind of see that. You know, the way the story goes, you could have ended on that note. Yeah, and it would have it would have played well. It really would. But it didn't. Oh, hey, look, and we got another call. Let's take that. Probably somebody telling me to shut the hell up and be thankful <laughs> I got a show on the network. No, I you're, think it's... You're uh, live with Will and Trent in America. Who are you? Where are you calling from? She's about to tell me to shut up. Jason from Canada. Jason from Canada? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of Canadian represent. Oh, oops. Jason, I'm sorry. I accidentally hung up on you. <laughs> too much Canadians. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had, we had too much Canadians coming in today. I guess we? so. Well, what about Bill Scranahan? Can we talk to him? Just do it, eh? Okay. Hey. hey. Evening, gents. What do you got for us, sir? I had uh, was curious if you guys had seen the uh, John Carter movie and what did you think of it. I'd never uh, seen the source uh, material. Uh, Okay, um, first of all, uh, let me get rid of my geek card. I have no cred. Okay. Somebody <laughs> tell me what John Carter is, first and foremost. <laughs> Not the movie. Obviously, it's a movie. Right. What is the source material? <laughs> Dial it back for me. Educate. Because you know what? There may be people, why they would be listening to this, I have no idea. But there may be well, people listening to this that are also equally as uneducated as I am about John Carter. I had to make sure I added about John Carter onto the end of that, is, or else it was about to become a really funny quoting trend. Go ahead. It, it's a book <laughs> or a story by Edward Rice Burroughs called A Princess Correct. from Mars. Yes. Edward, Edward Rice Burroughs. And how old is it? Hundred years, at least a hundred. Yeah, years? it came out. It was first it published so uh, in a magazine serial in 1912. And yep. and the idea is that I heard somebody saying that this story was one of the uh, progenitors of modern science fiction storytelling. Is that true or no? It's, it's absolutely kind of like the holy grail of science fiction. Yeah, you don't call it Asimov, really, or I'm uh, not Asimov, but um. Um, come on, guys, help me out. Twenty thousand leagues under the is under that, Is that your connection, Bill, or do you need to clear your throat? Uh, that's my voice. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's just something about your face. I don't know what it is. It pisses me off. <laughs> well, <laughs> something about your face. Yeah. I just, I just want to punch it. Okay, that should be better. <laughs> yeah. So, John Carter, yes. Um, uh, originally a book, A Princess of Mars. Uh, We've already covered this. Ago. Now you're just rehashing, dude. <laughs> Yes. Bill well, already yes. said this. Let's move on from America. Trent, did you see the movie? Yeah, I saw the movie. Um it's 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 definitely Disney produced. It feels a lot like uh every other Jerry Bruckheimer movie that Disney does, whether it be Pirates or whether it be uh Prince of Persia. If you miss the first hour of the movie, come in for this for the last hour and it's freaking awesome. Counterpoint yeah. America, go. I actually enjoyed the pacing. I um, well, not necessarily the pacing, but I, I thought the set designs. I thought the characters were absolutely gorgeous. I really dug the story in general. Bill Stranahan, your uninformed opinion. Go. I was kind of disappointed <laughs> that Mars didn't look more like Mars. Well, that's because Mars was Utah. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Southern Utah is where it was filmed. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Valley of the Utah. Gods. So did they did they butt heads with the uh with the with the <laughs> Doctor Who guys? <laughs> oh right, yeah. Well it's I mean think think of uh Starship Troopers filmed in the same areas. Pretty much. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it wasn't very red. It, it definitely looked more like Utah than Mars. I was going right. to say, the red planet looks really orange in the commercials. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. Um, first of all, I don't know if anyone noticed, Mars had an atmosphere. Uh, right. no, everybody could breathe on this planet of right. Mars. You well, know? Of course. And, so, and there's water and, and there's water and, you nope. know, there's, that's because they aliens. already beat Cohagen. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny that you mentioned that. Uh, before I watched the movie, before I watched the movie, I tweeted, I'm about to watch what I believe is the prequel to Total Recall. Get your ass yep. to Mars. <laughs> get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Oh, and they're remaking that one. That's sad. Anyway, well, so Bill, yeah. so I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I didn't. You saw it. You haven't seen the source material. No, I haven't read the book. Okay. Um, but I was curious what everyone else thought, and you know, because you wanted someone to bring something to the show, I don't want to be another Francis. <laughs> I figured I would bring that in with you. And no offense to Francis, I love you, guy. Love you. Uh, no, you don't. I don't know what netheads would be without you. <laughs> I don't need to call in next week again. I don't know. We'll see. Each week <laughs> I see the call ringing and I'm like, do I, do I? Because eh. yeah. you notice I make him wait. I make him, because literally it's like a uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. But me giving out the phone number, boom, there he is. <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, thanks for the phone uh, call, sir. Hey, have a good night, guys. And, uh, you too, you're, you're part of Happy the daylight de- saving to you. Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> you guess. And, and you're part of the dead Gungan thing as well, right? I am, yes. I okay. am part of the guild. Very good. So, uh, if you want to get, take part and play with Bill. I'm very patient with Trent. So I'll leave it if at I that. can handle Trent, anyone can be handled. Oh, God, because so. I am so bad, everyone. I am the worst. MMO player ever. There is a reason why we call Trent a Jar Jar, yes. Yeah, uh, I, I am the Jar Jar of the group. Yes. <laughs> Where is Trent going now? Is that, is that kind of thing? No, I mean on the, in the game. It's like that kind of thing. What's Trent oh, doing no, now? It's, it's, it's oh god, right. he swiped us. You're, you're basically the, uh, the Leroy Jenkins of the guild. You oh, know, I everyone else, everyone so else can that. walk by a mob of monsters, but for some reason, Trent just, he's got yeah, a mob of is He just, you know, <laughs> Something I about him, everything. they don't like him, they don't like the way he's wearing his armor, but man, that guy gets more poles than, you know, nice. a tractor beam from the Enterprise. He gets more poles than a truck stop hooker. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Bill. Have, Have a, a good, good night, one. guys. Bye. Talk to you later. I think that's a good one. More than a truck that's... stop hooker. You're oh, live with Will Trent in America. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Ruth. No, oh, Ruth who? Never heard of you. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> now wait, I have a bone to pick with Ruth. Ruth, yeah, is it that you're ignoring me on Skype, you bitch? I've had to call on my phone. Oh, you are? Hold, hold on, call me back on Skype. Screw this. I'm hanging up on you. No, no, no. Screw you. No, 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 no. Call back on Skype. It's on. Uh, no, you it, hang up. It's Netheads on air. Skype us in. No, no, you hang up. All right, there. I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> you had to accept I'm not on, ignoring uh, her. Skype. Oh, well, hold on. Well, she's. I, I know what her Skype name is. I'll just add her. Come on, let's not make this a thing, feet people. Uh, what? Uh, hold on. It's got a dot in it now, right? Yes. First in the middle. Well, now it's the first and the last. There we go. Yes. I'm not ignoring you. I'm running a show. <laughs> I have to. I have to run a show. It's what Wait, I do. 
You know? Hello. There we go. That's better. Hey. Oh, and that sounds good. You are such a prick. I was totally talking to you. I know. That's the beauty of being the showrunner, though. I, yeah, screw it. Boom. You're hung up on. Um, you hung up on me. No, but I have a bone to pick with you because first I, well, first I sat down and I talked to you and we had a very nice conversation and it became a podcast. Then you uh, had a nice conversation with Trent, which is very nice. I learned some things about him. It was wonderful. And then yeah. supposedly, as an end of the trilogy, in, in Tolkien yeah, fashion, you were going to conversation with America that didn't go well. And what the hell happened? Oh, oh, oh! Can you I tell the story? Because oh, I would love what? to tell the story. I, I have conversations with America is bad. No, yeah. Um. So when Ruth interviews me, she feels the need to play video games while she does it. Oh fuck you! <laughs> that wasn't it. So because apparently I am so boring. That she feels like she has to do something else while she is talking to me. So our <laughs> we, we, we our first attempt resulted in in uh, her playing a game, and I'm hearing these clickly clacks of buttons and thumbsticks. Can you hear whilst, it right now? Because I am owning like while she while she's actually talking to me and <laughs> trying to ask me questions, but it's me basically answering well, and, and apparently, asking at the same time. And apparently it's it's because of you. She's she just said she's playing Lego <laughs> Harry Potter right now. And yes. I, I really highly doubt she would do that to Trent or myself, but because oh, gosh, you're on no. the no, call. No, no, no. It's it's all American. No, it's because of me right shit. now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Now why are you playing hooky today? Uh no, today is uh Canberra Day. Uh so we get a day off. Oh, you don't change your time and you get a holiday today. Wonderful. Well, we change And you our get time, to live in the future. Uh, we change our time at the first weekend in April. Okay. I accept yeah, that. Yeah, so we do change our time. We just don't change it right now. Hold on. What's going on? Are you guys talking amongst yourselves and you can't hear me? I can hear no, you now. I'm having trouble hear hearing you because America is too loud. That's why I know. Are you he, still there? And we keep going over this with him and he's not yeah, listening. That's weird. Because when I'm and when I'm talking to you guys, what happens is suddenly it's like I'm guessing they can probably hear us. We no, just no, can't no, 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 no. It's, it's the I same so thing. Too. I think there's it's two the same thing on this. On right you? Now. Yeah. Who knows? Get this all the time. Who knows what's happening? Right get what? Now. Who knows? <laughs> I can hear him coming back. This is so unprofessional. Yeah, I Are you really sure that's just not care. my dog panting. I hope it could be. Anyway, at what point do you think we should hang up? <laughs> now they're messing around. <laughs> well, we get tired of each other. Watch this, though. Boom, you're hung up on, bitches. So, Ruth, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to co-hosting the show with me. Hi, Will. How's things? <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's NetHeads with uh, Will and Ruth. Ruth and Will. Nice. Take that. This is way better. My wife um, keeps saying I'm too mean so- to rent Trent in America, too. Now I've hung up on them. Forget them. <laughs> me and you, we got this shit covered. So let me tell you why I can't podcast with America. Okay. I can't because we talk to each other all the time, and I know everything about him, so I can't actually and have a back. conversation with him uh-huh. about why, back. you know, how he ended up on the show. So it was just boring. Like, I just didn't know what to talk to him about. Oh, okay. Well, that's acceptable. Yeah, so there was no good answer. It was just, I just didn't care about talking to him. Yeah, I feel the same way every week, so don't worry about it. To the extent where anyone else would want to listen as well. Pretty much. Oh, (laughs) Von Cleef says this is Uh, quoting Trent Gold. 
Actually, maybe the problem is my on my end, guys. So here's what I'm going to do, gentlemen. While I'm on the horn with Ruth, we're going to restart your computer. How's that sound? That's a good plan. Let me make sure to mute it, though, so we don't have to listen to all those wonderful Windows sounds. There we go. Um. So, uh, so tell me, I, I you got believe... rid of your bees, right? Oh yeah, I the bees. Been listening to the show because I'm playing Harry Potter. <laughs> it's okay, I, you know. And I want to get those. The, how how are the how? Never mind, can't talk. How do the uh, Harry Potter games get sold now? Is it like uh, each individual? You know, they're year? still doing it as uh, individual games, but you can actually buy number one now, which I find just incredibly bizarre. I went on this ridiculous mission to try and find uh lego harry potter one because i'd lost my copy and i went to 16 stores and couldn't get it um and then found my copy which was really embarrassing after i bought it off amazon um but they're doing apparently the the combined edition in like this year sometime which is just, you know, money-making like they did with Star Wars. Yeah, well, I was thankful for the Star Wars, though, because then it finally came to the Wii, which is the only gaming system I had. But now that I've got a uh, an Xbox 360, uh, there are two things I want to do. I want to play the uh, Lego games on a, on a real gaming system. and I, Yeah, it's a, a whole different experience. And I, would I played l- it on the Wii, but it was crap. Yeah, okay, good. So I'm right. And I want... <laughs> you are right. And for my birthday, I want Arkham uh, City. Nice, nice. I want you should also, City. you know what, Emily would really love um, Harry Potter. I hope so. I haven't it got is her, a lot of fun. I haven't been able to get her into the movies, but then again, I'm hoping maybe to get her into the books, because I believe that, um, what was I saying? I believe that the, the books are kind of age appropriate, if you will. They're, yeah, you know, the movies got a little bit too grown up in the last two. Yeah, but if you, like, if I, if I hit her with the first book at around her age now, cause, well, wait a minute, how old was he? Uh, you get to go to wizarding school when you're 13? No. When you're 11? No, it was younger than that. It was like 11. 10 or 11. So, you know, she's coming close yeah, she to was, the age where Yeah, she can grow up with the books. Exactly. Well, and they, they used yeah. to be paced out a little more so that the kids who read them at that age, you know, you were getting older faster than the books were. It's not like they were coming out right. every year. And I, I really want to share them with her because maybe then she'll be interested in the movies. But to date, she's had no care about any of the Harry Potter movies at all. And plus, those first ones were just the first two anyway. They were just too saccharine. Yeah. You know what? I actually liked the movies better than the book. Really? I actually thought the books were really terribly written and are an embarrassment to fiction. Um, but because <laughs> I've... Uh, you know what? Don't hold back. Really Tell are. me what you really think. No, no, no. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. You're an embarrassment. Um, my thing is that they, she just ripped off every fantasy artist. This is going back to John Carter, by the way. She's ripped off everyone. She's ripped off Tolkien. She ripped off C.S. Lewis. She ripped off, you know, Edgar Rice Burroughs. She's just ripped off everyone and made, you know, a, a palatable children's book of, you know, plagiarism. Basically, you know, the th- <laughs> and the thing that I want to know about her, not her writing style necessarily, but her books, I, I want to know at which point she really. Hello, are you still there? Yeah, 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 still here. I'm wondering at which point she really thought she had something expanded. Um, you know, like she had the ability like to really what is already being done. 
Well, uh, no. What I'm getting at is that I'm trying to bring up Skype on the other computer, not paying attention. Um, <laughs> no, I'm wondering at what point did she have the original story and thought that really there was more to tell here? Or, or you know, at what point did she realize, okay, I can make money off these and I'll keep these going? Like, was it by the second book that she realized, uh, you know, that... That she was going to be a multimillionaire and have more money than the queen? Well, that there was a bigger picture involved here for her, you know, something that she was turning into the seven book story where she had to start uh, dropping seeds of information in order to keep it going. Yeah, I always wondered about that because she, she admits to writing the books to entertain her son. And then, you know, all of a sudden she's selling it to, you know, the entire world. Mm-hmm. And you've got to kind of wonder, was it always just about the money? Because it seems like, particularly the end and the massive revelation that Dumbledore was gay was just like a, you know, way of manipulating more money. And then, of course, there's that ridiculous online thing that's probably never going to actually be online because it keeps getting bigger and more ridiculous. (laughs) And I think it was just a ridiculous... Uh, I just don't like it. It just screams of manipulating children. Mind you, millions of children are reading because of this horrible woman and her ridiculous books. So, you know, that's a positive situation. I don't know if I'd go that crazy myself. Really? Well, millions of children are reading it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Oh, now they're... And uh, I mean, kids don't read much now. So if Harry Potter and the the Hunger Games are getting the kids reading. I gotta endorse that. Yeah, I haven't read the uh, Hunger Games. Wow, seriously, they can't hear me. I wonder what has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Well, I'm here for you. Yeah, I'm glad you are. <laughs> I can. I mean, I've got them connected. But they you can just hear. can't hear them at all. I can't hear them at all. No, I can't hear them either. They're not talking. Oh my God, <laughs> they're dead. Oh well. Oh, never know, mind. They're typing. For me. That's really weird. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I can hear you too. They're fucking with you, man. They can barely you can hear. See what they will. They're being mean to you, Will. Okay, whichever one of you can't hear me is the one I'm going to disconnect and not call back during the show. So, can you hear me? So, you know what, Will? We can barely hear you. Like, you know, you fade in and out. Maybe that's just my personality. Have you wondered that? That's weird. Hello. I can hear you. Oh, there you we're go. back. Okay. Hey. hey. Oh, now suddenly we're back. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) The system's obviously screwed. The center cannot hold. Don't worry about it. Maybe it happened specifically when the... And we're gone. Yeah, see, maybe (laughs) things are are happening because of the Skype callers. Maybe I've got something wired back. Something wired wrong. Maybe it's my fault, Will. Maybe Skype likes me better. It it sounds like a short. Yeah, I know. I know as lame as that sounds, that's what it sounds like. Like a digital short? No, like an analog short in a cord. That's possible. Like every time I bump the desk. But anyway, my biggest complaint about J.K. Rowling isn't the fact that she ripped off everything. Because it seems like, you know, that's what everybody does. But my biggest problem is that there are a lot of parts in the story where she's overly pontificating. Like the whole thing with Hermione trying to get equal rights for the house elves just needlessly filled up so much of like the fourth book, I think it was. It's like, go on already. Well, what about Hermione not getting equal rights to the dudes in that story? Yeah, oh that God. too. But notice she was the intellectual superior. Yes. Well, are we all? And was obviously the most fuckable. <laughs> oh. And oh, once again, Trent just brings it down. Thank you, sir. 
so anyway, before we were interrupted and before we started oh, talking about J.K. Rowling, the uh, the the bees are in fact gone. They cut into the roof. They went up there. We had about six large honeycomb. Uh, unfortunately, apparently, well, the the beekeeper told me I had very mellow bees. So I'm assuming there was a grow house somewhere near here that they were pollinating from. Um, or somebody else's outdoor crop, because he said we had very mellow bees, and he also said that the the honey was kind of a uh, there wasn't a lot, and it was kind of thin. So I had mellow lazy bees. So they were tell, getting into somebody's stash. Tell me he called them mellow yellows. No, he didn't. But that would be uh-huh. nice. But you know what I you know what did happen is I got to see an actual queen bee, like in front of me. Like he held it in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, it oh, is amazing that, that it is the. Was diff- it a better bee than other bees? Oh yeah, they are. The queen is. First of all, she's vastly larger than them. I mean, just she is ginormous compared to the rest of them. Was it Little Kim? No. Oh. oh. Thank you. I would hope oh. somebody would remember the reference. Lord. I don't get it. Oh. <laughs> Little I, Kim, she called herself the queen bee. Anyways, I do, but I don't continue. want to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, my other Hip-hop reference from the nineties. My other great non sequitur. Anyway, I uh, it, but seeing a queen bee it is really it because it, it is amazing the difference between her and the size of the other ones because she is easily three times as big as a regular bee, and also I think you can tell everything is done for her because it her wingspan is really small compared to the rest of them. You, this this girl doesn't fly around very much. You know, well, she, her job is just to make baby bees. Yeah, and then you learn things about the way the hive works, and it's amazing. Because one of the things that's always been very confusing to me was I only got half the story. Because, you know, you would hear about how the queen bee lays eggs, and some of them could be queen bee eggs, you know, queen bee cells or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, once they were born, the drones would kill them. And wow. I never understood why, but here's the reason why. Let's say she lays those eggs and then something happens to the queen. Well, without the queen, the hive collapses. But if something happens to her, an accident, she passes, whatever, then a, one of those new queens is born, they now work for her. So the, the hive is self-sustaining. The Ooh, hive are like the Borg, basically. Ooh, They're like okay. Borg hive, basically. <laughs> nice. They're self-sustaining. <laughs> and the queen can just transfer herself to another queen. Ta-da. Yeah. Well, I just don't know like that she transfers herself, but really it's, it's, it, they are amazing creatures. And the fact that they make that honeycomb geometrically perfect every time, it is Nature just. Nature is amazing. Yeah. They really are amazing. And I felt so bad to displace them, but I'm glad to know they will continue to live on somewhere else. Even though apparently yeah, they're lazy and make house, crap honey. <laughs> that was not cool at all. Nope. They were crazy bees. I didn't dig on that. So anyway, um, Americo, did you want to, I don't even know if they can hear me right now, but. Um, yes, we can. Well, that's because I'm afraid to move now. <laughs> um, I, I, feel, I feel like the early days when we when we were doing this show and I was using a laptop with a short in it, you know. And oh yes, I can't move. If I do, I'll lose Trent. Um, America, what did you? Oh, actually, you did already do a counterpoint on the whole interview with Ruth. So we're just never going to hear that. Basically, the only netheads that people really should care about then are Trent and I is what you're saying. Pretty much. <laughs> I got to say, you know what, though? America was boring anyway because he can't really – he didn't really bring anything to the show. Well, he's so well, he's so new. Maybe it was just too premature. That's <laughs> what I was saying. Like the first minute we covered – so last week I called Will and uh, this week I'm on. And then – you're Dun-dun. on the show forever. And that was the whole <laughs> conversation, and it was really boring. Well, let's not say forever. You never know. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, you know, if he doesn't yeah. if he doesn't pull back a little bit on all this talking he's doing, he's starting to overshadow. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm 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 always walking the line every time I open my mouth. Pretty much, obviously. <laughs> Your comments then, about Hermione. Thank God she's legal now, Lordy. <laughs> Well, and, you know, not yeah, to mention, well, not to mention, you were also <laughs> speaking in the literary sense. So. That's, what, yes. that's what he was saying. Thank God she's legal now is what <laughs> I think Trent really wanted to say. I really don't know. I don't. I don't know that there's anywhere we can really go with this to try and save him on that quote. I think he's just doomed. Oh, by the way, it's been 18 minutes. I hope you're watching Comic Book Man. Absolutely. Oh, and also just a quick shout out. The uh, Devils just beat the Flyers four to one for the fourth game in a row. Uh, Bill Stranahan says, wow, nothing like being called boring by your wife, eh, America? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now let's call me his wife. There's a whole internet thing where that's illegal because we're not technically married. Uh, I don't know what Whatever. <laughs> in the internet community, you're common law. How's that? <laughs> I yes, call my wife. Yeah. Anybody who has an issue like with that. that can, you know, shove it. Yeah, well, you can call her whatever you want. I call her whatever you want. What are you going to do? Sometimes I call her Trent. I I don't want to get into that. I kind of like that. Yeah. That's hot. That is really weird. (laughs) And then sometimes we're talking and he's he's like whispering sweet nothings to Will. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm the girl one. I just got a a text from my wife. My daughter has fallen asleep on the couch. Oh, you know, I look, I got to There's uh, some things I do talk about on the show and some things I don't. And the, the truth of the matter is there's a lot going on in my personal life right now. No, it's not my marriage. It's just there are things going on that I want to get into. And and that might be part of my attitude as well tonight, because sure. it really feels like the shit's hitting the fan every time I turn around. Hey, man, that's fair. But, you know, it so things have been very hectic. And this is the second night in a row where my daughter has just sacked out on the couch, even though we're getting her to trying to get her to bed at normal times and everything. Just too much activity. It's too much. Yeah. She's wore out. But I don't play. Wait, wait a minute. Why does she get to nap on the couch and I'm up here? <laughs> <laughs> you you wake her ass up and put her on the microphone. Now. Right now. Now. <laughs> I blame daylight savings. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Ruth, thank you for your call. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry we ate up 18 no, minutes of your time with troubleshooting. Twice and ignoring me on Skype. I didn't. Ex- I, look, it, right now you are on the netbook. The netbook is like it's a what is that thing? Like a 7.9 inch screen or something? That, that shows you callers where you rank. You're on the tiniest screen in the whole damn office. Suck it. Hey, I take I'm only on a 10-inch screen. Just for you. You, didn't, you, you told us it nothing. was a national holiday. Don't try and pull that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's only a local holiday. It's oh, local. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's a local better. holiday. Apparently, some kangaroo does something really nice. You know what's oh, really oh, <laughs> you're so funny? Oh. You know what's really funny is every time. Him? Every time I'm doing this and I, you start to hear me hang up with somebody, I can tell the internet delay kicks in because I say, I start to get off the phone with them. We keep talking with them and then suddenly everyone else starts contacting. Uh, the phones are on fire tonight, man. I don't know hot, what's man. going it's on. Hot. It's the earlier time. People are like, Oh, what's going on? Yeah. Get the word out. They're not quite, they haven't hit that typical six o'clock lethargy that they get here in California and you know, it's not nine o'clock. Their, their body clocks are all messed up. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ruth? You guys don't even change, do you? It's the same time still there? Uh, it is for now, but uh, in uh, three weeks, we change over and go uh, fall back. So we go back an hour. See, th- another way in that reverse. George Bush fucked us over, pardon my language, because once yep. again, <laughs> now we're not even in sync with <laughs> yes, other places. George Bush fucked over Australia. That's exactly what happened. No, no, the U.S. He's <laughs> screwing up my whole life. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. There was a reason for it. The cow was the cows get cranky if you don't change to daylight uh, savings. No, the cows are completely unaware of daylight savings time. It's still the, the cows, same to them. No, 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 no. The cows get mad. Bull. They I'm really sorry. Do. Oh, I said bull. That's get it, funny. Get it. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional comedy for the win. I like um, that. Real I like that. up humor here. The cows don't know anything. As far as <laughs> yes. they're concerned, their day is getting the, the farmers being annoying and coming out an hour earlier. That's yeah, what they sunrise, know. Sunset. That's all the cows are and the grass. That's all they're aware of. No, the cow the, the cows know. <laughs> I've had these conversations with farmers. The cows know. Well, of course, um, you're, farmers. You're, you're speaking to the child of a farmer, and, and they don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> well, f- farmers are the advocates of daylight savings time. Of course, yes, they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you, yes, we love daylight savings time, and we get up in the morning and it's daylight. If you're getting up at four a.m., wouldn't you love daylight savings time too? You know what? No, it's, up- it's it's that you can work later into the night. Yeah, wonderful. That's just exactly. what I want. Actually, the only thing I do <laughs> like about daylight saving time is the fact that it, I don't. I leave when it's dark and I get to come home when it's light. Cause typically exactly. I leave when it's dark. I come home when it's dark. Exactly. My God, it's depressing. But then again, uh, like even America points out it's staying light longer anyway. So eventually that would happen. Can we not switch the fucking clocks? <laughs> I'm just asking. I blame Benjamin Franklin. Oh, see, and look, you Router should. Ninja. It's his fault. Router Ninja, okay. You know where I that national treasure. Hate to bail on NetHeads, but I've got to be up at five to go to the gym. Yeah, see, and, oh. he, and he has to bail because of daylight saving time. Because yes. his clock is thrown off. Anyway, well, thank you for the call, Ruth. I really appreciate it. Thank you for not hanging up on me a second time. <laughs> Technically a third, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Did I hang up on you twice? <laughs> No. You want to see the fourth? Uh, Third. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, honey. Bye oh, now. Have a good one. That was nice. Another call. That's two calls from Australia and two from Canada. No, right. just one from Australia. Von Cleef is from Canada. He's from Canada? Uh-huh. But I thought he was in Australia now. Uh-uh. Okay, wait a minute. Who uh-huh. are the people that are in Australia? So, uh, uh... I don't know, dude. Never mind. <laughs> I give up. There's that one guy with that thing, you know... Uh, Boomerang? He's from Australia. Captain Boomerang. Oh, I'm sorry. We're still on the air, aren't we? Hey, everybody. <laughs> By the way, if you want to... I wanted to ask this Trent. This is the worst show kinda... ever. I think I'm going to lose this archive. Oh, shit. I wanted to ask Trent, since we talked about it and we kind of just glossed over it. Uh, so, uh, John Carter, um, did you watch it in 3D by any chance? Uh, it's, it was my only option, sadly. <laughs> Anglo Fanatic 42 says, this is what it, NetHeads has devolved into, cows. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, Amy, Amy, I'm dying to know, if it says you're Skyping in, why does it sound like you're still on a phone? Uh, I don't know. Oh, never mind. It was just static. Uh, you don't sound like you're on a phone. Oh, okay. Router Ninja's pointing out I'm thinking of Fengar. Okay, sorry, got you guys mixed oh, up. Oh, right, yes. I apologize, Von Cleef. I apologize. Fengar is, is, is a uh, Aussie. Hey, I got Crystal's name right. It's all win after that. Uh, <laughs> Amy, what do you got for us this week? Well, I just, I wanted to call and tell you guys that I learned something very special this evening. Lean closer to your Mac. I can't hear you quite so well. I said I wanted to call and tell you guys that I learned something very special this evening. Hey, did you guys see that? It worked. <laughs> Y'all think I don't know what I'm doing? Suck it. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> I learned that, in essence, Americo is Ruth's Francis. <laughs> you know, I was hoping no one would point that out. Oh my God, that's 
Thank fantastic. You oh, <laughs> whoopsie. Whoops. That's I do talk good. to her things that are a hundred years old and what. Obviously, I say that because I love both of them very much. But <laughs> oh, that's funny. I help but make that connection. That's funny. And you know what's funny though too is, I mean, we continue to talk about him throughout the show, but he will call next week. He will. Yeah. He will. They no longer accept his calls anywhere else. No. On, the, on on the network. Is that's that not true? true. No. No, they could, they'll, they'll take his calls. They'll take his calls. Nobody else has, has his number memorized like I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 770, here he comes. Ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves. We're about to hop on the Francis train. Going to nowhere. Destination not there. Oh, man. Anyway, wow, I'm tired. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I am, I am Bruce Francis. I guess you could say that. Hey, by the way, did I miss anything, uh, any revelations in the last episode of Once Upon a Time, Amy? Cause it was, I think it was titled Dreamy and I haven't watched it yet. Um, it is essentially the origin story of Grumpy the Dwarf. I can give two shits about that. This show has gone downhill fast. They gotta, they really, they really, and I mean really gotta start ramping up that storyline. Just yeah, switch get- and start watching Grimm. It's way better. Well, I already watched Grimm, too. But, you know, the interesting thing about uh, Once Upon a Time is that they do have this one character that they haven't explained yet, which is this dude that showed up on a motorcycle, right? Yes. And there was this big storm. Because the whole thing is, uh, like, the story got moving again because uh, the kid on the show ends up getting a storybook, right? And it's the story about all the characters that are now trapped in this modern-day limbo town. As normal people, not knowing they're from, you know, the fantasy times or whatever. And I, and I don't mean they're like from, what is the name of that thing? The, the big attraction with the knights? I'm not talking about medieval, medieval times. Time. I'm not talking medieval <laughs> times. I'm talking they they're the like, chicken. they're the fantasy. <laughs> they have the fantasy book characters. And some damn fine wenches. They have the fantasy book characters, but they're trapped, you know, the, the evil queen finally won by sending them to a place where there's no happily ever after. And where is that? Modern days. Thanks for that. That makes me feel good. It's it's Utah. Another reason why we got Zoloft, people. Uh, so <laughs> it's actually you know, Trent. It's actually Maine, which is the East Coast. Oh, pretty much. That's the East Coast, Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's either that or it's Stephen King territory, and that's what we don't realize. Pennywise is going to come in and just wipe them all out. It, and that's it. It's over. <laughs> that would be the ultimate crossover of when. Oh or my it turns. God, it yes. turns out Roland comes walking through, and the Dark Tower falls on them all. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, the thing about this story is, like, now it's it's it, this story, this one does it, uh, and the other one by uh, other producers of Lost utilize the same methodology. What show is that? I like it and I watch it. it. There's Once Upon a Time and there's one other one. It's like Lost has permanently changed the way oh, some stories Alcatraz. are told. Is it Alcatraz? Yeah, Alcatraz. Exactly. They both do the exact same thing now. Which is the same thing Lost specialized in for three seasons. It's all flashback crap. So with Alcatraz, you have these prisoners from 63 that vanish that are appearing in modern day times, not having age. Some of them have agendas. Some of them don't. Whatever. This isn't important. The important part is when you're watching the show, it flashes back to their lives in 1960 and the story unravels somewhat. You learn backstory. Same exact thing that happened with Lost. Now, once upon a time, same shit, different story. You've got all these characters in modern times, and now we're finding out about their fantasy lives 
and I don't mean like role playing and whips and chains. I mean their fantasy lives as fantasy <laughs> characters. You know, how did Prince Charming meet Snow White and all this crap? I, but uh, anyway, nobody else comes to this town except for, you know, the, the one daughter that they were able to save from the curse. And she got sent to modern day as well. And she ended up having a kid who the evil queen, not as the evil queen, but the mayor of the town adopts. He gets the book, reads the stories, puts two and two together and says, you know what? These are all the people around me. He finds his real mom who happens to be the daughter. They bring her back and the story's moving. They say nobody else comes to this town. Then some stranger leaves either. Huh? No, nobody leaves either. Some stranger rolls in on a motorcycle, which everybody's like, huh? Including the evil queen. And then the kid's book, he had it buried and hidden so that way his mom wouldn't know. I don't know why. This is so convoluted now. And the mysterious stranger on the motorcycle saved the book, dried it out, and put it back together. And we don't know why. And wow, this sounds exactly like the comic book fables. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the same exactly. thing you said before the show came on? Mm-hmm. Like, like, but I've, I haven't watched it. Uh, having heard you go through it, it sounds verbatim just like fables. Who knows yeah. though? We they may have optioned it to turn it into Once Upon a Time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's interesting. I I do like I do like the 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 whole flashback writing technique, and basically yeah. it's a nice way to get to. To get more out of your writing staff. I guess it's, but yeah, I'm, I'm really kind of, the problem is I'm over it. Like, right. Here's the problem. When it becomes part of the show, like with Lost, you had three seasons of flashbacks, then it was a flash forward season. So we're seeing them on. Yeah. And then there was the whole parallel alternate, uh, oh, it's limbo thing. It, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 when it becomes a part of the, of the style of the show, it, it eventually, for lack of a better term, I've equated it to it. It's like a bad hand job. Okay. It keeps going and going and it doesn't finish. Okay. No yeah. Or as I like to call a Mormon given a hand job. Okay. I'll take your word on that one. <laughs> so, you know, in that, in that sense, it's really quite annoying. And so, you know, with Alcatraz, and again, I'm kind of sick and tired of the hidden mystery shows i don't know because you know fringe is probably over this season let's face reality folks and the story has been interesting but again it's powered by mystery and you know all of these mythology shows where they have this hidden backstory and we don't get all the answers i understand you want to keep me watching Uh, but you know somehow how i met your mother has worked that out pretty well i still keep watching that show i still don't understand how this guy is going to start talking like uh Bob Saget Saget. when he's already, you know, at the point where your voice doesn't change. So he's like 35, just about, you know, actually, that is a spoiler that went out. So I'll say spoiler now and skip 20 seconds ahead if you don't want to hear a a big how I met your mother spoiler. But one of the things that's going to happen as the show comes near an end is they're going to be they said it will be the most awkward transition in television history because Bob Saget will be talking. Then suddenly it will become Ted's voice. Josh Radner's huh. voice, I think, is the name of the actor. So, anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. That's... I have no idea what we're talking about now. We've just evolved into a big mishmash of television. I'm just tired of this flashback storytelling. I really am. It was interesting to see how Rumpelstiltskin became Rumpelstiltskin. I was into that. Everything else is just annoying the piss out of me now. Yeah, I think it's a, cr- I think it's a crutch. I think it's a lazy writer's crutch when they do the flashbacks. Well, Especially if they on. do it for every episode. It, that that's like saying that a magic screwdriver would be considered a lazy writing crutch. You go to hell and you die. 
Actually, Stephen Moffat has even admitted that that's what the magic screwdriver is. It's a, it's a, I just called it a magic screwdriver. <laughs> I hate you to your very core, sir. But, but, Will, I will say this. Now being four seasons into it, I yeah. just accept it and it makes total sense well, to me. Yeah, I'm like, the, yeah, just, just use the sonic screwdriver. Yeah, for Duh. those of us that aren't aware, the sonic screwdriver is an, a tool used by Doctor Who. Uh, the doctor, fuck. I'm just losing all nerd cred tonight. Hey, I drink my coffee out of a Lab Beaker coffee mug. That redeems me, doesn't it? Anyway. Well, and you can you can get Lab Beaker coffee mugs and uh, Sonic Screwdriver replicas from one source. Yeah, that would be thinkgeek.com, by the way. And if you want to go ahead and uh, take advantage of some of the amazing offers and things that you can get through Think Geek, you can just go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. You can click the Think Geek uh, banner ad because you love us, you want to support us, and you want cool stuff, and you can go to thinkgeek.com uh, through that link and buy all kinds of cool things. Now, the other cool thing that I have not ever mentioned about Think Geek that I love, that coffee, uh, that lab beaker coffee mug that I own. Right. You know how much that cost me, guys? Um, I know. Nothing. You want to know why? What? Because every time you purchase something from Think Geek, you know what's going to happen? They're going to give you a credit? You're going to earn geek, geek points. You're going to get points. geek points. And eventually oh, your man. purchases of geek points will help buy you things for free. Those are like real life XPs. Exactly. It's something you can actually redeem in life. So please do us a favor. Go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. Click the Think Geek banner and get your geek on. Why? Because at Think Geek, they offer things for smart masses. And Trent shows some restraint. Very good. Now back to the program. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Okay. So the sonic screwdriver itself is a, it's not a lazy writer's tool. It is a, it's something that helps them get around the obvious. Well, this door right. is locked. Sonic screwdriver, now it's open. The story can continue. Well, because, what does a sonic scr- screwdriver sound like? Uh, you know, actually, they're on a bookshelf right now, so I can't oh, tell you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, it's not completely lazy because you can then deadlock something and then, then, then it becomes you can't a, open yeah, it. Yeah, then it becomes a permanent blockade and it can't be, you know, easily moved around. But for other things, you know, if it's a top secret lab where people shouldn't be able to get into, but you need the doctor to get in there, sonic screwdriver, he's in. It's easy. Good to so go. He basically, he's got a skeleton key. Yeah. 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 Well, there's nothing wrong with that. You can, uh, you, it's, if it's used as an integral part of the story, that makes sense. If it's used just to continuously tell um, the same story over and over again, like flashbacks, which are just the same story over and over again, uh, just to get the characters, um, you know, the character uh, development going, it gets boring after a while. Well, and that's the thing, too. In some cases, I think it's more important to focus on the story rather than longevity. Case in point was actually lost when they were just like, we got to keep writing story, guys. We got the first six episodes of the third season. Um, yeah, but but when we when they then went to the network and said, "Look, guys, let's let's work something out here. Let's really come up with something. Let's put an end date in sight because we're not going to keep going on forever. And you know, eventually the show is going to suck if we keep doing it this way. And you're going to cancel us. So let's come to a middle ground." And they negotiated the the series as it played out. And at that point, they were able to just focus on story. And there were very little of, of what I like to call filler episodes. But, yeah. you know, like with Once Upon a Time, its ratings are slipping and I'm not surprised because all they have now, because they've got a show that's, that's uh, got this core story of, 
uh, this one character is able to come back and rescue everyone from this curse. Well, guess what? Either that happens and the story's over or it doesn't and it keeps limping along. There's no, there's no middle ground, really. So we're getting all these, these stories now where they're just using, uh, fun little quirky flashback episodes to try and carry it. Like one of them is they, they showed us like an origin story that equates to Beauty and the Beast, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's got little tidbits in there that are nods to the original Disney story. Or the adaption that the Disney story was. So that way it's like, oh, well, this really happened and these things happen and that's how, you know, they could adapt it into this thing. And oh, isn't that cute? But that novelty wears off too. I'd rather, like, case in point, Prison Break. That had a great first season and they never thought it would go beyond one season. And if it hadn't, it would have been just a great, tiny, encapsulated story. But yeah. then it went on and it got ridiculous. Yeah, I um, I've only been able to watch the first season of Prison Break because I, because uh, it, it was done really well. I'm like, wow, that's that sounds really cool. And then after that, I was like, I have no idea how they're going to continue this. Well, and plus, the name doesn't apply when it's the second damn season, it's- especially when you're out of the prison. Because I, I, I was my cousin who who hit me up to the series. I was like, wait, do, so do they break into a prison at one point, or do they? Do, do they just, you know, once they're out of the prison, that's pretty much done, right? I mean, yeah, they, at that point, shouldn't we just change the name to prison broke? <laughs> <laughs> if it's prison broke, but at least, but at least Amy watches once upon a time so I can know if I've missed anything good. And she, she makes sure I pay attention because like the Apollo bar has appeared twice now, I think. It's oh, two times actually. Yeah. Cause there was the one time where the kid dropped one in the cave and another one, it was one of the things getting shoplifted by Hansel and Gretel. Yep. Those are the things. So I know I have to watch the show because they're slipping these things in. Yeah, but anyway. those are fun from time to time. Yeah. I did find out a really interesting bit of trivia on another Smodcast Network podcast um, this week. There are no others. There is only netheads. It's <laughs> only. Well, except um, everything Kevin Smith does, was, and make sure you listen to those. Yeah. Last on Earth with Ben Glebe. Um, they were talking to Brian Cranston, which, if anybody hasn't heard it yet, is well worth a listen. Yeah, definitely. And um, found out that the the meth that they make on Breaking Bad tastes like blue cotton candy. Yeah, and it's because it's oh. it's rock candy is what it is. It's it, you know all it is is it's refined sugar in a syrup form that's solidified, and then they break up, and it tastes like cotton candy. I mean, as a matter of fact, Cranston appeared on uh, the new Conan show on TBS, and he brought enough to give out to the whole audience. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I would have smoked it just just for shits and gigs, just there, to give it a try. There you go, because there's nothing like inhaling burnt sugar. What is wrong with you? That should be that should be something that. Are you one of those morons that was like? Are you one of those guys that used to try smoking like rose petals because you heard it would get get you high? Did you try and smoke the banana seed because you heard it might give you a buzz? My be honest. Oh my god! Now I'm gonna smoke banana seeds. Hey, oh. you know I I may or may not have tried oregano before to see what happened. Oregano. <laughs> Oh, is that what it's called? I don't know. I'm only oh, here on geez. the program. Anyway, I, I, Amy, thanks for the, the call. I thought the street name was Oregano. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. I, well, actually, we all will. It wasn't just me. Um, oregano, maybe? <laughs> just saying, it's, buddy. It's, it's what the kids are calling it these days. Uh, oh, Brian God. Cranston is also in uh, John Cotter. Oh, he is. Yes, he yes, yes. He uh, Very short scene, but... Is he well. Eisenberg? Please tell me he's Eisenberg. Oh, God, I wish. Uh, 
I don't know though. I don't know what another they're gonna do. What is it? One more season or is it two abbreviated seasons? I've Breaking two Bad. abbreviated. I don't know how that's gonna go. I mean, I really would have liked to have just seen it end where it was. You know, it was a, it was a perfect ending. Yeah. It really was. Hmm. It would really it everything. You know, the he and and um. Gustavo, wow. he and Jesse had it, it had come to terms and right. they shook hands and it would have been a perfect ending, which yep. I oh, kind of think they really thought that that's what they were up against. I think so, uh, but it didn't play out that way, so that's good. So because I want to see it, but unfortunately, you just know that we're there. There's nowhere to go, but I don't want to say down, but I mean, I know the, the I'm char- worried too. The characters have made it out alive. And so that means either there is the ultimate corruption or there is the corruption and downfall. Right. You know. Yeah, because there's no saving grace at this point. You're not going to come and find Jesus and and cut back on it all. No, definitely not. You know, part of the thing, that was one of the things that, that Walt experienced was, aside from the practicality of the amount of money he was able to make from it, he got addicted to the thrill of doing something bad. Exactly. He got, he got, he got into that. That was the thing. So... You know, what's going to happen in the next? I don't know. Uh, Rev T23 is also pointing out that Brian Cranston did voice work for Clerks Animated Series. And oh, he, yep. yeah, he was, I think he was the fighter pilot in the, um, the Motabo virus episode yes. of Clerks. Maybe more. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, guys, I don't know how we did it because Lord knows. Wow. That was a radio voice. Um, <laughs> Lord knows my know heart. Was, guy. And there's such a, there is such a, did I say that? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a second. What did we say? Spence Roper's like spoiler alert, seriously. What did we say? Well, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It must have been a breaking bad thing. But we didn't say a lot. That's I the don't thing. Know. Was it that meth tastes like cotton candy? I guess was that so. A spoiler alert? Or maybe Wait, that they, they meth came to a like term. cotton candy? I gotta go. Oh, yeah. Be right back. I know a guy. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't think we spoiled anything. It's not like, it's not like, maybe it's because, you know, we pointed out at the end of this last season, you know, he and Jesse make it out alive. Maybe. Uh, it, you know, I haven't even watched Breaking Bad, um, at all, but I plan to. But it's, honestly, if, if the end of last season, if you haven't picked up on it yet, then what are you doing? You know, I mean, if you're, if you were watching the show, go watch it, go finish it up, you know, or not wait for it. Either way, you'll forget what we just said. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing too. J. Michael Straczynski proved one thing when he told the story of Babylon 5, and that is, it's not necessarily finding out the end of something. It's seeing the journey that leads up to that point. Cause you yes. know, very early on in that series, you saw two main characters in a struggle to the death. And you knew that this was coming because both of them, I believe, had seen it. And But just because we knew that happened doesn't mean we can't enjoy the story getting there. Exactly. So, yeah. So enjoy it, spoiler freaks. Oh, good. Von Cleef is saying I just earned my uh, geek cred back because of that. <laughs> Clerks reference. Yeah. He was <clears> – oh, they for some reason, they think he was the movie board head in Dogma. I don't think he was, was he? I thought that was somebody yeah. else. It didn't look like Brian Cranston to me. I would have oh, recognized I'd... Malcolm the Middle's dad if it – Yeah, Exactly. What it look like him, but I don't know. Anyway, guys, I I hope you weren't because we got a whole. There are so many topics we just ha- didn't even talk about. Lots of things. They could these two wonderful co-hosts of mine. They put together this gorgeous, gigantic list of information. 
that I just completely disregarded. That's why I'm glad Bill Stranahan <laughs> brought up uh, John Carter because right there on the list, it's like America and, and Trent saw it. The perfect time to talk about it because I've actually heard like Damon Lindelof, one of the executive producers of Lost, said it's amazing. But then again, he also used to work for ABC, so you might want to question that. I don't know. <laughs> and he did write that last episode of Lost, so. Hey, look, I loved that. I thought no, that I that was one too. of the best. I, I should say I really loved the ending of Lost. I don't think the show could have ended any other way. No, I thought it was perfect because they, they were able to deliver everything in that ending of Lost at once. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Because they were able to give us finality of story while at the same time, you know, giving us this feel good feeling that the characters that we love still get to go on in exactly. some sense. Yeah. And, and not in that, not in that ridiculous Lord of the Rings ending kind of way <laughs> where it's like, Hey, let's get on the boat of depression and go on and go into the unknown. That's wonderful. Sam, Sam you could come later. We're just going to do this for a little while. You know, we're going to have a sex party over here. Orgy. Yeah, but it, that's the thing is that there was no way that show was going to answer it every single question that you had in your head from the first season or the second season or the third season. So the fact that they're like, you know what? We're just going to leave it there, man. We're just going to give you those questions that figure it out amongst yourselves, but we'll give you an ending. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, exactly, man. It, I, and, and at the same time, it, for me, I've said this so many times, like constant listeners are like, would you shut up about it already? <laughs> but it's true. For me, the very ending of Lost, what happened in that final frame changed the entire context of the series for me. And I appreciated that because instead of it being the story about all of these people, it turns out that this entire six year story, six, that's, yeah, was six five, and final, six, I think six, it was yes. six. That whole story was actually one man's tale. Yes. It was actually Jack's story all along. Which is oh, ironic because when they first wrote the pilot, they were like going to kill Jack, but <laughs> because that was just one of those things. Ah, that'd be a nice knife twist. Let's take this yeah. guy that's been here the whole time, and then like he's the one that gets killed by the monster out of the plane, that kind of thing. Well, it was beautiful that they, um, that they, you know, the the very first thing we see in in the first episode of it is Jack's eyes opening up, and then you know that's pretty much how they ended. You know, it was just a really great tie-in from beginning to end. And the fact that, you know, the creative control pretty much shifted after season one and season two. I mean, you know, the stories, you know, being set up. Spurred it out. <laughs> yeah, the stories being set up were changed in, in, in season two. So, you know, they, I think they picked up the ball really well and just dealt with what they had and then created a better overall story. Well, not to mention at the end of the third season, they had the what they called the rattlesnake in the mailbox, which was the big reveal that happened at the end of the third series. You know, here's the thing about it. it you'll notice, unlike other things, I'm actually intentionally not saying specific things about something that ended over two years ago now because... <laughs> On Netflix, you can rewatch the whole, or you can watch the whole thing if you have the streaming, or you can get the discs. And I think it's right. a good enough story that I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, see, that's a, that's the kind of show where if you mention the one thing, you really do, you know, open up a can of worms. Except I will say this: if it's a story and it's Jack in Thailand, just go to the next one. <laughs> Okay, because you don't really give two shits about how he gets his tattoo. I'm just yeah. telling you this now, as your friend. Okay. I'm just saying. And also, the episode of Expose I thought was genius. The whole story of Nikki and Paolo. Oh, oh amazing. It was Hitchcockian in a way. 
Yes. But absolutely. I digress because you know what? We've delayed Soundbite Nation by 19 minutes. 29 we minutes. We probably fix that. 29 minutes? 19 minutes. 19, 19 minutes. It's daylight savings. That's why. I know. Well, the room's finally dark and I'm finally coming into my own and we got to get off the air. <laughs> that, you know, that's the way it is, folks. We can't go on forever. Not to mention my kids asleep on the couch downstairs. Yeah, go be a dad. Go get your couch back. I don't even, I don't even know what I'm missing, but Bill Stranahan says, even with Sith, there's male pattern baldness. All right. We'll end it on that note, folks. Till next time, my name is Will. My name's Trent. My name's Mirko. And you've been listening to another edition of Stupid Radio Voice, but also NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. And Trent This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.